because everybody was doing it. So you always have to remember that the higher the barrier, the lower the competition. And whenever you have something where the barrier is low, like it, meaning that it's easy to jump over, it's easy to copy, it's easy to mimic. If you have any success, even if you're first to market, everybody's just going to copy you because it's easy to copy you. You have to make it hard to copy you. It's really hard to do a show 365 days a year. It's honestly not that hard to do it 50 days, 50 days a year, four days per month. That's why what you're doing daily, it's going to be hard for people to replicate. It's going to be almost impossible for people to catch up with you once you get that head start. I started and nobody can catch up with me because I've never stopped. I've just kept going. I guess somebody could have come out with two episodes per day, but... Empower Nation, welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, speaker, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur. On today's episode, boom, shake the room. That's how his intro, JLD, Entrepreneurs on Fire, one of my favorite podcasts, and I get to interview him on this podcast. So get your phones out, get your pen, piece of paper ready. He is dropping value bombs in this amazing podcast. Check it out. JLD, welcome to Empower Her Money podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm honored to be here. You know, being of the male persuasion, I think this is really cool that I get to come and chat with you about uh, these great conversations. Yeah, so let's dive right into the questions. Obviously, you paved the way for podcasters like myself. So think back to those years ago when you first started Entrepreneurs on Fire. What was your vision for EO Fire? My vision was number one, to interview the world's most successful entrepreneurs so I could tell their story, their knowledge, their successes, their failures, their strategies, tactics, tips, tools to an audience in a manner that could be consumed for free, on demand, targeted. So that was why podcasting was a perfect platform. I had fallen in love with it for years. And I said, man, I can create a show that doesn't exist, a daily podcast that interviews the world's most successful entrepreneurs and then delivers that content seven days a week for free to anybody who wants to press the play button. That was my vision. And it's been 11 years, 4,231 episodes, 158 million listens, and I'm still going strong, Angela. Yeah, that is amazing. So I'm sure you consume some podcasts too, and there's a lot of people who've kind of copied your format. What do you think a lot of podcasters are missing that's keeping them from being successful? Here's what they're missing. You will be successful as a content creator if you are doing this one thing. You are creating the number one solution to a real problem in this world. One more time the number one solution to a real problem. It has to be a real problem, not just any problem, because people won't care enough to pay for a solution if it's not a real problem that they're experiencing, a real thorn in their side, so to speak. But if you can honestly look in the mirror and say, I am creating the number one solution to this real problem, and then you show up every day and do it, you will win. Not today, not tomorrow, 
but over time there'll, there'll be a day you wake up and you're like, I am winning. And to your point, listen, we're all standing up on the shoulders of giants. I learned from those that came before me. I took some of their great things and strategies and tools and I applied it to my show. But the key thing is I made it my own. I put in my personality and then I put that spin in of, I was the number one solution to a real problem in this world. Entrepreneurs on fire. The day that I launched, it was the best daily podcast in the world interviewing entrepreneurs. It was the worst daily podcast in the world interviewing entrepreneurs. <laughs> it was the only daily podcast in the world interviewing entrepreneurs. That's why I was creating the number one solution to a real problem because it was the only solution to a real problem. There was a lot of people out there just like me that were driving to work five days a week. They were hitting the gym. They were walking their dog that wanted a show that was coming out every single day with a new episode that they could consume or choose not to, but know that the next day there was another one waiting for them as well. That was the magic of Entrepreneurs on Fire because nobody wants a pale, weak imitation of somebody else. They want the real, true, authentic version of you. So find out what your true, authentic value is that you can give to the world and then do it every single day. Love that. Yeah, you definitely inspired me with that point right there. My goal with Empower Her Money is to teach financial education to women everywhere. And you're right, this is a free platform. So a lot of people have access to it. So thinking of today with the advancement of AI and technology, how do you see that changing like the podcast world? Obviously, it's a lot easier to edit, um, to get contact out there. Is, you know, ChatGPT going to take over and be podcasting? What do you see changing <laughs> in our world? I mean, listen, things are changing so fast. I mean, you asked me this question in three months time. I might have a completely different answer because the world is changing so fast. And that's both both exciting and terrifying at the same time. But you know, whenever there's change, there's opportunity. This is where I'll go back and say it's even more important now because of what you just mentioned, that you become the number one solution to a real problem because it's so easy to just come out now with generic content and just kind of be this person that's just parroting what everybody else is saying. You know, for so long, people are just posting a quote on Instagram and they were getting traction from that, but then everybody started doing it. And then nobody was getting traction from that because everybody was doing it. So you always have to remember that the higher the barrier, the lower the competition. And whenever you have something where the barrier is low, like it, meaning that it's easy to jump over, it's easy to copy, it's easy to mimic. If you have any success, even if you're first to market, everybody's just going to copy you because it's easy to copy you. You have to make it hard to copy you. It's really hard to do a show 365 days a year. Mm. It's honestly not that hard to do it 50 days, 50 days a year, four days per month. That's why what you're doing daily, it's gonna be hard for people to replicate. It's gonna be almost impossible for people to catch up with you once you get that head start. I started and nobody can catch up with me because I've never stopped. I've just kept going. I guess somebody could come out with two episodes per day, but I mean, come on, at some point, you know, you're maxing out. Yeah. I can only listen to so many podcasts every day. <laughs> Yours is still in my top. I listen to it every day. I love the content that you're putting out. So really appreciate your guidance and everything. So thinking about the future for EO Fire, where do you see yourself going next and how do you grow from what you've already accomplished? Well, that's one thing that I do love about doing something daily. I mean, think about all the athletes that you admire in this world, Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, Tiger Woods, you fill in the blank. 
did those individuals become great by practicing four days per month, by practicing 50 times a year? No, they woke up every day and they worked on their craft. They honed their craft. They got better at their craft. And then they dedicated their life to their craft. That's what I'm excited about. I've been dedicating my life to this craft of podcasting, of communicating, of having conversations with you, of having people on my show and having conversations with them. I've been honing that skill for 11 years. So I don't want to stop. Like, I love it. I enjoy it. It's fun. It's it's enjoyable for me, just like I'm sure it's enjoyable, you know, when you're Michael Jordan and you can go out there and knock down, you know, 10 threes in a row and jump and dunk from the foul line. I probably would like basketball a lot more if I could do those things. Well, I've become great at what I do. And that makes it really fun too. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and see what the world, you know, brings to my doorstep. Yeah. Is there anyone that you haven't interviewed that is on like your list of people to say yes? I would say yes to Elon Musk. Uh, he's just top of mind right now because I just finished his book. Um, Walter Isaacson was the author. Great book. Fantastic book. I learned so much I didn't know about Elon Musk and I have like a lot more respect for him as well as a lot more pity for him because man, he's had a tough life because he's made a lot of dumb mistakes. He's, he's, he's a tough person for a lot of reasons. Um, but man, he's doing some really crazy important and and weird things in this world all, all at the same time. So, uh, you know, that person would be cool to have a conversation with. And again, it's not like somebody I've been pining for for years. It's just kind of top of mind, finish his book. I was like, he'd be cool. Yeah, I think that'd be a very interesting uh, podcast episode. I definitely yeah. would tune in as well. And um, one thing, and just to kind of say, like the thing that I've noticed about Elon Musk when it comes to him being interviewed is he intimidates a lot of the people that mm -hmm. interview him. They're like in awe of him. Now, I'm very impressed with Elon Musk. I, I, I admire what he's done. I'm not in awe of anybody. It's just how it is. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not saying that by me not being in awe of you doesn't mean that you're not awesome. You are awesome. I'm just not like in awe of you. I'm not going to be intimidated by you. Like I'm going to go at you. I'm going to ask the questions I want to ask and I'm going to make you answer my questions or I'm going to make you look bad for not answering my questions. Like that's why I love what I do because I've, you know, built the armaments. You know, I know how to interview somebody and go down rabbit holes and recover and have conversations and not really overthink it or care that much. Like it's just a conversation with another human being. Like you could put anybody on my podcast, Barack Obama, Trump, I mean, fill in the blank. Who's who's somebody really famous? I don't know, Oprah. I'd, I'd be excited, but I wouldn't be in awe. I'd just be like, this is a person. I'm having a great conversation with them. Let's go. Yeah, but that makes it more authentic and a real conversation. Really? And it would be yeah. a real conversation. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So you touched on books. Um, what other books would you recommend that you've loved over the years reading? You know, one that's just a classic that I never hear people talk about, but was huge for me was The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Hmm. That book, it's just so good because it just teaches you as an entrepreneur to have a goal, which is to wake up every day and just get 1% better. Do hmm. something that's 1% better. And after a week, it's not going to feel like you did anything. After a month, you might barely feel like you budged. After a year, you're like, okay. After five years of getting up and doing something every day that's getting you 1% better, mm -hmm. it's exponential what's happening in your life. After 10 years, forget about it. I mean, it's just really crazy how that can add up. And that's the thing that people don't have. They just don't have the time in X, the time in Y, the time in Z. 
they give up way too early. Some people three feet before gold, some people 300 feet before gold. So like they're not even close, but they could have kept plugging away. They eventually would have been close. So man, that's the thing. It's just, it's, it's so important to get up every day. 1% and the slight edge talks about that. Yeah. And I, I love your attitude about it. You're so positive. You've got that great energy. And I think that keeps that negativity from coming into your world, which I also love about your podcast because you, you are very real and authentic with your questions and you're great at pulling that information out from people. So that's awesome. I appreciate that. And that's why I end literally every episode by saying, Hey, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Angela and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And like, what I mean by that is you just hung out with two, you know, if I can brag a little bit, two really cool, fun, optimistic, positive people. Like we're bringing your average up and, you know, unless you're Elon Musk, like we're bringing your average up. So make sure the other three people who you really spent time with today are doing the same thing. Cause you're the average of the five and me and Angela, we're doing our job in your world. So finish it strong. That's incredible. You talk about Puerto Rico. What made you decide to move and leave the U.S. to move to Puerto Rico? Listen, you say empower your money. I say keep the money you make. I mean, we work so hard to make money and then we just give half of it, if not more, to the government. And like that huge percentage of our wealth just erodes this unbelievable opportunity to build, you know, generational wealth in such a crazy way. So when I moved to Puerto Rico back in 2016, I went from California where I was paying 51% total tax to, excuse me, Puerto Rico where I'm paying 4% tax total. And then I'm paying 0% capital gains tax. So if I'm investing in stocks, crypto, real estate, that's appreciating over time. I'm paying 0% capital gains on that so that I can flex that into something else, another investment, another opportunity, philanthropy. Like right now I have the Torch Scholarship that I started a number of years ago where actually I sponsor four Puerto Ricans every year to go to my Mm -hmm. alma mater, Providence College in Rhode Island because I want to bring more diversity to my school up in Rhode Island. I don't want it to be 96% Caucasian. Like to me, that's crazy. That's not the real world. Like let's bring... Mm -hmm some real diversity to this world. And I'm doing my part by sponsoring a freshman, a sophomore, a junior, and a senior to Providence College every year. So they come back to Puerto Rico now. They're wearing the gear. They're talking about the school, about snow, about this, about that, you know, about the Friars basketball team. We're playing Wisconsin tonight, go Friars. And it's awesome. And I love it. And we actually, every uh, August, we have a a little get together at my house with their family and, and, and them, and they all get to hang out and see each other. And, It's just a great time. Yeah, I love that. We've got the money tip in there and the giving back. Final question, fun question for you. Um, If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? You know, my superpower would honestly be gratitude. And that's a superpower that we can all have. And I actually saw that thing on your wall that says, I am thankful. And like, that's a superpower. Being Mm -hmm. thankful, being grateful, And there's a reason why both of the journals that I've created, the Mastery Journal and the Freedom Journal, start with, I am grateful for, you know, Mm -hmm. something unique that I am grateful for, because it's important to be grateful for your surroundings. I mean, because, you know, we only have so much time in this world. It's so easy to go down that negative hallway that so many people go down, especially with social media dragging you into it, that you have to be thankful. You have to be grateful. So my superpower would be, to always be grateful, to always be thankful. Because frankly, I'm not. 
I try and I, I am a lot more than most people, but I'm a human being, you know, I have my ups, I have my downs. And if I didn't, you know, it'd be weird. So I'm glad that I do, but you know, that's, that's a superpower. Well, on that note, I am grateful that you joined me today. Thank you so much, JLD and good luck to Kate and you. I will be talking to you soon. Thank you. We need it. Adios. Thank you so much for tuning into Empower Her Money podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, share this podcast, and leave a review wherever you are tuning in.